Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Mindset Thinking Outside the Box. We're your hosts, Philly and Willie. Lisa Bonacountry. Eileen Edwards. And we're digging deeper into gratitude today. So I'd like to start with a quote. Sometimes the bad things that happen in our lives put us directly on the path to the best things that will ever happen to us. And wow, when I saw that, I felt like the universe was putting that quote right in my lap because it is directly in alignment with our topic today. And it really got me thinking about times in my life where things happen that maybe appear to be not so wonderful, but how I could look at them differently or how I did look at them differently to see the positives within them. So an example that came right to me, which I think a lot of people can relate to is COVID, our pandemic situation. So I know for me at first, I looked at it as this negative that I wasn't able to do my job the way I wanted to. Um, Being a teacher, I was home and I wasn't getting to see my students as much as I wanted to, wasn't getting to teach them as much as I wanted to. Um, My kids, my personal kids were home 24 seven, which made it challenging to do things. And I didn't get to see my parents anymore. And I'm super close to my parents. I would see them every weekend. And suddenly now I could never see them. Couldn't see my friends, couldn't see anybody, couldn't do anything. So it felt at first negative. It felt like, why is this happening? Um, But then as things progressed, I started seeing the beautiful opportunities within the situation. So while... It was challenging to be home with my children all the time. It was also beautiful because I went from before where I was working so much and wasn't seeing them a lot. And it was a refreshing opportunity to really spend time with my kids and center back to what's important and family and, you know, the connection. That's what's important. So it kind of brought me back to that. And something else that was huge for me is. I had kind of forgotten about myself. I wasn't really doing anything for myself. I was giving, giving, giving to everyone else. And I know a lot of people out there I've heard say, you know, they put on weight when COVID hit or stop taking care of themselves. And for me, it was actually the opposite. I actually had the opportunity to stop. I had less that I had to do less on my plate. So I was able to start focusing on myself a little bit. And I finally got into a solid workout routine. I was one of those people that I would start and then stop. And I finally, I just, I did it. I had the time. So I got myself in good shape and I started eating healthier because I had the time to prep foods and meal prep and meal plan. And it really just brought me back to what I needed to do for me and for my family to be the best person that that I could be and the best mom that I could be, the best wife. And then in turn, I was able to be a better teacher and a better friend. Um, And just looking at that totally changed my perspective that this negative experience really wasn't negative at all. It was a beautiful, wonderful opportunity for me to kind of get my life back a little bit. So that, that quote really resonated with me. How about you ladies? 
Yeah. You know what? Everything that you're saying, um, I had the, like through COVID, this has been quite a transformational year for me. Um, just like you, Jillian, it started for me. Um, I mean, awful. I mean, I, so I was unable to work due to, um, high risk factors. Um, so, I, my work in the hospital normally. So I carried a lot of guilt around with that as well too, I feel, because, you know, I mean, that's, I was, that's what I did. I, I worked in a hospital and I worked, you know, everyone I, that I work with, they were still there. And for me, I, I couldn't go. So I carried a bit of guilt on with that because I felt like I should be helping and they're all, you know, facing this every single day. And now I can't be this. Like, I really went into a rabbit hole of like negativity about it all. Um, I was coming out of very negative situations prior to um, a lot of just personal stuff that was going on. And to be honest, it was getting worse, I think, because I couldn't even deal with it. Because, you know, you're busy, you're running to work, you're, you got kids, you're, you know, you've got like, you're just on the go, go, go. And the stress is just coming down on you and these internal, like these, sorry, external situations, you know, they, you don't have time to process or separate or any of it. You're just trying to get through your day. Um, so then, like I said, when COVID hit, I'm already in this negative state of thinking because I'm surrounded with the negativity and I don't have the space to clear it. And then now I'm not working. And, you know, so everything went to negative spin until, until it didn't, until it was like, I really started thinking and I started reading and I started, you know, picking up books and I jumped into a a new program um, of mindset and clarity and reframing and, everything started to change and the healing that I have been needing for years, years, you guys, years came out of this awful pandemic that in so many aspects, like it's, it's really changed our world in a lot of negative ways, but there's so much positive to it too, because we always learn from the difficult times things will always come out of it it's maybe not what we want but we'll always get a lesson from it and it's up to us to decide are we going to take the lesson or are we just going to sit and let it pass us by and I learned a huge lesson this year and we're talking about it today it starts with gratitude And it's so much bigger than that as you go more and more into it. But it starts with gratitude. I'm so grateful for the space that I was able to give myself. Or I didn't even give it to myself. The universe gave it to me. And I chose to take advantage of it and switch it. And I'm so grateful for the time that I was, that I had all that space to work on me. Yeah, I think I am grateful for the whole experience of COVID as well. 
has a lot to do with space, like you said, because um, like Jillian, I'm a teacher and we go, go, go like all day, every day into the night. Um, and the COVID experience actually made it so that um, there was space. So although it initially seemed negative and there was a lot of um, a lot of chaos initially <laughs> with suddenly being uh, teaching from home and that, inf that type of stuff, I actually got an opportunity to like use the bathroom when I needed to use the bathroom. Um, the kids would eat lunch and I'd have an actual lunch and um, I remember talking to my doctor um, prior to that experience about how like if I could just spend 10 minutes in the middle of my day in meditation, I feel like I could heal a lot more because meditation had changed me at that point. But I just struggled during the school day. Um, and then COVID came and like, I didn't have anything or anyone around at lunch except my own two kids um, who were at, still in um, class at that time, not school class, but online in class. And I would spend time, 10 minutes of my lunch every day for months when we were home. Um, and I remember like being grateful that like I had that opportunity to do that, to put that first. And now even though we're kind of half back and half um, remote, <laughs> so, a little bit crazy right now, but um, like still putting that first because now like things are different. Um, and so I am very grateful for that experience. It gave me the opportunity to shift my focus in a lot of ways, you know, less time transporting kids to places, less time at karate, less time at, um, in the car, just driving to work and school and all of that stuff. And I feel like um, my kids benefited from it, um, especially my son. My son who um, has an IEP, he has learning challenges and he um, has difficulties with anxiety. And a lot of the things that caused a lot of challenges for him at school suddenly didn't exist. Um, and he was able to really just grow and thrive. And he never really had social skills and it was hard for social skills to happen in person because of some of the challenges he has. And he learned how to socialize while, during COVID because he, um, he got an Xbox, like a video game, which I was totally against. Um, but then he found friends from school and he felt like he could talk to people without the distraction of everybody else around. And he has friends now. He's back in school. He's back in person, but he still has those friends. Like he has connections now that he, he never had, never. And so we're very grateful for the experience. And I know that's not the same for everyone, but I think what um, Jillian and Lisa are saying, and I'm trying to get across is that um, even if an experience um, perceived as negative, um, that we can reframe it in gratitude. 
Um, and so something is what seems awful as COVID really does have um, some highlights, some things that we really can be grateful for because of it, at least in our experience. Yeah, it's, it's all about perspective. So like all of this, everything that happens in our life, it all comes back to perspective. Nothing is good or bad. Nothing has emotion. It just is what it is. And we apply the negative or positive emotions to it. So, you know, you really can just look at things however you want to. You know, you can see good in everything or you can see bad in things. And it really is powerful when you understand how powerful the mind is. And, you know, nothing is really, I mean, like I was just saying, but like nothing's tragic, you know, nothing has to be bad unless we make it so. It's all about how you look at it, right? Um, We can find the good in everything and anything. And, you know, um, being, finding the good things and being grateful, it's actually extremely healthy for us. It is good for us. It, there was a study I was reading about. Um, it was done, it was done for 300 adults. We're all um, in part of this study. Most of them were college students um, who were struggling with mental health and they were all in counseling. And um, so they gave this study to these to this group and they divided them into three groups. So three of them wrote thank you letters daily to someone. Um, and it, it was up to them whether or not they wanted to give the letters or not give the letters or just write them, but they had to write them. The other group was told to um, write down their deepest, darkest feelings about negative experiences. So every single day for 30 days, this is what they had to do. And then the other group was just writing things. It didn't have to be bad or good or anything. It was just, they they had no real emotional attachment to either. In the study, they they found that um, they, they were having better for up to four to 12 weeks. The people who wrote the letters of positivity were still showing positive effects from the letters. Like once they had stopped for up to four to 12 weeks. Um, so, I mean, that's just, it just goes to show like your, like how it shifts your brain, right? It, like you can be positive and those are it switches your emotions and it starts to make you look for even more this study also showed that the people who did decide to write the letters like that wrote the letters and did decide to mail them against the ones that didn't mail them or send them out they both had the exact same results because it's not really in the fact of the matter of you delivering it to the person. It's you just delivering the message, whether it's just on paper or, or actually saying it to the person. Because it's more about you and with you, what comes from within. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. Just the power. And that really goes to show the power of gratitude and of sending love. And I've actually 
started with my students in my classroom that we send love every morning. So part of our gratitude practice, they do think about things that they're grateful for in their life, but they're also sending love. And I've taught them that they can choose to send love to anybody that they want. You know, it can be somebody that you, you already have a positive relationship with or outwardly love like your friends or your family. Um, but I've also challenged them to start sending love to people that maybe it's a little bit harder to send love to. Um, for example, maybe someone was mean to them on the playground, you know, took their ball or something like that, you know, to give love to those people, because I think there's a lot of growth there. And then there's a lot of that release. And again, looking at things from what, you know, a positive or negative viewpoint I just think it's so powerful to be able to do that and that example that you gave is so so incredible thanks yeah I think we can actually help um, students to um, shift their perception um, of things um, I know I like to say when oftentimes when kids are um, struggling with something, you know, I might say like, we don't necessarily have to like that particular experience or, but that we can still, um, be grateful for it. Um, and so I think that there's a huge misunderstanding with gratitude, especially with younger, um, kids. And I still think that's part of, you know, conditioning, but, um, there's a misperception that like gratitude has to mean like happy, like good when gratitude leads to happiness and leads to feeling good. But what gets us to the point of gratitude can be anything, anything, good, bad, big, small. Um, and so like, but I had a student this week and he'll say, he said, but, and, you know, he continued on, but, but this happened or, but that, cause we were working on a gratitude countdown and um, just that, you know, yes, that experience is not an experience that you necessarily enjoyed or that you liked, but what in that experience can we be grateful for? And I think that kids need um, modeling and, um, prompting and they need, you know, some leading, um, in the beginning, but then I think it'll come like, it's just a matter of shifting. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Kids look at what we do. So if we are modeling, what it looks like to show gratitude in all of those moments, the moments of easy, easy joy, the moments that are easy to enjoy. And then also those moments that may feel a little bit harder to enjoy. They're, they're looking at everything that we do. <clears throat> so I think modeling is a huge way to show kids the importance of gratitude and just how to do it. You know, they're, they're born a clean slate. So it's up to us to teach them, you know, all of these different practices. I agree. And yeah. I think, oh, 
I think that even, um, I know I talked about like um, perception. So like the way you, you know, perceive the experience, but I also think about um, things that are maybe more challenging um, and things that maybe would be more relatable to adults. Um, but even working through those things as adults, as teachers, as parents, um, giving us that, us, the adults, the perspective, the ability to work on these things, and then being able to share that with our students, with our children. And so in my experience, even traumatic experiences can um, bring a sense of gratitude. Um, I had friends who um, have been, that were like abandoned as children, for example. So being abandoned by a mother, something that is very traumatic and changes who you are, like your whole life experience um, up into adulthood, but then learning how to reframe that experience and being grateful for that abandonment, which sounds wild, but um, you know, being abandoned by their mother um, made it so that they were raised by who they were raised by and being grateful for that experience and that that brought them where they are today. Um, and it's very likely that um, the mother who abandoned them um, was incapable of um, being their mother. And so it was, again, something that they're grateful for because then they didn't continue to go through um, that trauma. And so I really think any experience can be um, reframed in a mindset of gratitude. And we all have to realize that we can be grateful for feeling good. We can be grateful for the things that make us happy, but we can be grateful for the things that don't necessarily initially, but that they bring those lessons that we keep talking about and they make us who we are. So gratitude for the growth. Yes, exactly. Love yeah. that. Gratitude for anything and all that is. Oh yeah, it, it's, it really is so powerful, <clears throat> this gratitude. And I, reflecting back to when I was growing up and I think it's true for a lot of people today, a lot of kids and adults in general, just not even knowing how to express gratitude. You know, growing up, it was not something, of course, I was <clears throat> taught, you know, to say thank you to people and to be thankful for things, but not, it wasn't a big practice in my household to show gratitude for everything for life in general, for what we have. And I don't think, you know, I, I don't discredit my parents. It wasn't their fault. It, it's just, it's just not widespread that, that practice and that knowledge, um, you know, to do that or even how to do that. I feel like it's something you have to practice and um, really think about it and, and take it in and, and process to get to the point that, you know, it, it that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Because it, it's the practice, like, like you said, I mean, I grew up 
same way. I mean, in my household, it wasn't a lot of thank yous, but people sure sure know how to point out, you know, the negatives. And, and I mean, that was just my experience and with a lot of stuff. Um, but so it's, it's not at like at first it's, it is, it's a practice. Like it's almost like you, you have to look and find and just practice, practice, but it, it starts to become so natural after you do it, it's hard, you know, and it's not something you can explain. It's something you have to experience. And it truly is an experience because it is truly a shift completely when you can stop looking at everything uh, in a victim type role and see it as what can I take from this? What, how has this shaped me? Who am I because of this? Quite oftentimes you find your strength where you think it's your weakness. And so that's how you can be, you become grateful for the negative things. But it literally starts with just like one little thing like little things you start doing it you're gonna find more things to be grateful for you just will it can literally start with you know I absolutely love getting up in the morning and having my hot cup of coffee I enjoy that so much but to just stop and think every day as I'm doing it like wow I have the opportunity to sit here you know where I maybe for you guys, I mean, I know you have younger children than me. So when I was in your situation, sitting and having a hot cup of coffee was like beyond what I can even like, you know, like it never happened. It would start off hot. I might've gotten the first sip and then it's like ice cold, heat it up, try again, heat it up, try again. Well, now, you know, my son's older, he gets his own stuff ready in the morning and I sit and I have my cup of coffee and I like enjoy it and I say thank you which leads to so much more thank yous yeah it's so true it's just stopping and kind of smelling the roses so to speak like just looking at what what you have the simple things really everything yeah I actually um was talking to someone and they brought up something that they do that I started doing, which has been really mind shifting. Um, that they say thank you when they pay bills. And I know a lot of people when they get bills, it's like, oh, I got bills. I don't have the money for this. You know, I don't want to spend my money here. But just to be grateful for the fact that whatever you got because of that bill, you know, whether it's heat or electricity or you went to the doctor whatever it is there's something to be grateful for that so just to say thank you and express that gratitude for even those everyday things that are like eh, I don't really know if I like this but there's something to be grateful for or even just grateful for the fact that that bill is coming and you're able to pay it mm-hmm. absolutely you know it's like, there's this one quote here. 
Um, some people could be given an entire field of roses and only see the thorns in it. Others could be given a single weed and only see the wild flower in it. Perception is a key component to gratitude and gratitude is a key component to joy. Yeah. I love that quote. Mm -hmm. It is. I, I, I think it all comes down to perception, the way you look at things. It, yeah. Well, um, do you ladies have anything else that you'd like to share um, before we wrap it up? We've hit on a lot, a lot of good examples. And Lisa, did you have something else? Yeah, I just, well, I'll just wrap it up with two things. They're both from Oprah Winfrey because, I mean, who doesn't love Oprah? And <laughs> she's a wise, wise woman, that Oprah. <laughs> so she says, which we've talked about many times here, about the journaling, like five things. At the end of your day, she, she asks and asks to everyone that she used to have in her studio audience and to all people out there. And anytime she's speaking on the topic is at the end of the day, just journal five things that you were grateful for in that day. And it will change the way that you think it. And also um, the one thing that she says is, it will change if you do that five, just five even, you'll probably find you're gonna to grow to more, but even five, it will change your pers perspective of your day and your life. And she also says that there's only really one true prayer that needs to be spoken or needs to be said. It doesn't even need to be spoken. You could say it in your head a thousand times a day, a few times a day, but the only prayer ever needed is thank you. Mm -hmm. awesome. Because if you concentrate on what you do have, you will get more of. If you concentrate on what you don't want, you will never have enough. Yeah. Thank oh. you, Oprah Winfrey. Thank you, Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, thank you so much. That's the perfect ending to our session today. So thank you everyone for tuning in. We will see you next week.